The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Case Smythe at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about what's happening in Shanghai and all over China. I mean, honestly, can you, Carrie, can you imagine taking your family somewhere, getting there, and then being told you can't leave? Mm, no. That sounds very scary. You can only no. leave after you give us three days' worth of COVID negative tests. Mm, no. You're just there. You're no. just hanging out. Could be a store. Like could be a restaurant. Could be a theme park. You can't leave. No, 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 no. I don't like that. Now, you're in the news. You're in the news business. One of the best in the business. Hmm. Did you know this is happening in China? Uh, No, I did not. I'll give you just a quick preview of my conversation with Kay Smythe. In Shanghai, China, if you took your kids to Disneyland Shanghai, while you're there, they locked it down and you can't leave. No. Are they telling yes. people this or this is like. Oh, this every- is like military police. You're not leaving. Oh. oh, no, no, no. You didn't go there expecting this. It just happened while oh, you were okay. there. Okay. Wow. Can you imagine? Oh, no. I could not imagine that. Mm-mm. Got to test negative three days in a row because they're going for zero. COVID zero is what they're calling it. No. no COVID no, no. zero. No. Not to be confused with Coke zero. COVID zero. <laughs> yeah, and, something different. And, and a little bit, a little different, some would say. But um, I don't think COVID zero is even a possibility. What the hell are they doing? Wow. That so is uh, crazy. we'll have that story for you. That. Oh, yeah. mm. Not even mm. playing. Mm. Not even playing. So uh, we'll have that for you coming up. We've got some sound bites from your girl, uh, KJP. We just listen. If you know her, you call her KJP. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> or everybody else would call her Karine Jean Pierre. But okay. Exactly. Yeah. KJP for me because mm-hmm. I am Joe Peggs. Mm. So um, uh, Karine Jean Pierre was sitting down on MSNBC with some doofus. The same doofus, I don't know the guy's name, but the same guy that was interviewing Biden when he dozed off last week. Mm-hmm. And he's, ask, he's actually asking her some, some pretty decent questions. I was surprised really? by this. Okay. Well, that for you in a second. Make sure you stick around for that. It is the Joe Peggs Show. Glad to have you here on your Monday. Let's go. Motown Monday. That is uh, Chocolate Voice. How you doing, Carrie? Oh, just fine. Polo making it happen. Getting it done. Sam in the hizzy. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Now, you're a vampirist? Is that what you are? Are you a vampire lady or? Just a spooky lady. Spooky lady. Spooky lady. It's very spooky. Let me ask you this. Is that camera blur? Or is your whole place there filled with smoke? What's <laughs> going on? Uh, it's a really cool effect called uh, My Whole House is Foggy Now. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right. Looks great, though. Great effect. We love it. Thank you, Sam. Junior Walker and his All Stars 1965 shotgun. Carrie, my favorite email after playing Shotgun one day was by the idiot that said I was perpetrating violence by playing this song. <laughs> yes. You don't know the song. Of course, for those who are but... those who are not educated, don't know that Shotgun is a dance, and the other things that he mentions in the song are dances of the day. So um, and even if it was about a shotgun, it's none of your business. But uh, just to write me that email. Listen, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. 
before you write me an email, Carrie, how long would it take people just to Google something? Oh, less than a minute. How about you just Google it? Yeah. Oh, they've got no time for that. No, no, no. They know you're wrong and they want to write it and they want to tell you. They want to tell you about it and that's what they're going to do. They're not going to Google it. They're not going to take the time to do that. And you know why I enjoy it? I get great satisfaction out of the fact that they don't respond oh. <laughs> after I set them straight. Yeah, of course that they That means don't. I got them. You have schooled and, uh, and them. That's it. Yeah. Exactly right. They yep. have been schooled. Mm-hmm. All right. So your girl, Karine Jean-Pierre, hanging out like uh, like she does over at the mm, White House. Sure. She's the White House press secretary for, for President Trump. Now, she's gotten herself into uh, this pattern. Like, ask me any question, Carrie. Hi, Joe. How are you today? So, we've been clear and we've said this many times, <laughs> that we're considering how we are. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It, it, there's it's, always a big fat so, so, yeah. and then there's this whole roundabout way to say, you're right, but I can't admit you're right. Like, mm-hmm. the first question is about why is Biden not campaigning? And, yes, and Obama And Obama is. is. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the first question. Here it is. But my question is, why is the former president making this case and not the current president? So I would I would disagree with that characterization <laughs> of your question or how it was characterized there. Mm-hmm. Um, the president has been talking about this almost every day for months now. It's the one thing that I forgot to say. Um, I, I, I think that you're mischaracterizing it or I don't agree with your characterization of it. Now, Carrie, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Is former President Obama out there campaigning? He is, yes. I've seen him. Is President Joe Biden out there campaigning? He is not. So the question of why is the former president campaigning and not the current president, it can't be a mischaracterization, can it? Well, no, that's the fact. We know that. He is not so, campaigning. Obama is I out don't there. know if I agree with the characterization. Let me just give you that one well, more time. This, I- is, this is Spin City. But my question is, why is the former president making this case and not the current president? So I would I would disagree with that characterization <laughs> of your question or how it was characterized there. Mm-hmm. Um, the president has been talking about this almost every day for months now. The president has been talking about. Why did you have to whisper uh, there? Well, was, the president has been talking. <laughs> <laughs> Stressing it—that's what she does, yeah, right? And really talking about it. Yes. Um, so yeah, that that was BS. And then he asks her about the economy. The people are are saying in every poll that's given that Republicans are better at the economy than Democrats. And yet, still, there's inflation. There's the fear of looming recession. Poll after poll shows show that voters trust. They say they trust Republicans more than Democrats uh, when it comes to the economy. What's the by, by the way, this is MSNBC. While he's saying that, they're showing some stat that says the economy's getting better. That, that's what MSNBC, even if he's asking mm. a good journalistic question, you still have to give her cover. Administration's response uh, to that persistent view among the electorate. So first, we have always said we understand what the American public is dealing with. We understand that there are high costs and we understand that they're feeling very squeezed right now. Uh, the president always says this, and you hear him say this all the time, that he... She hasn't said that we've been clear, but she keeps saying that he always says it. He always talks about it. Wants to make sure that we give Americans a little bit more breathing room, which is what his dad used to say when he grew up in Scranton and dealing with these kitchen uh, kitchen table issues. So when when the president walked into this administration, uh, the economy was in ruins. It was an absolute ruins. Okay, <laughs> let's just try to parse some of this. When she was asked about the border a couple of weeks ago, and I played the audio and the video, 
Her answer was that the previous administration decimated the border. Decimated the border. Now, we know that's not true. When Biden came in, he got rid of stay in Mexico, which allowed everybody just to come in. He also got rid of, he tried to get rid of Title 42 immediately, although he was stopped by some court cases. Title 42 said, hey, there's a, there's a, a global pandemic and we would prefer people not come here during the global pandemic because we don't know what their health status is. Try to get rid of that as well. Completely stopped any enforcement to slow down the flow across the border. He stopped all these deals that we had with Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, Mexico. He just stopped the deals. And the cartel said, man, it's time to make some money. So the idea that somehow Trump broke the border was stupid. Anybody with a brain knew that it was stupid. Everybody knew that. But now the economy somehow was ruined under Trump. Let's talk about what it is that has our economy going so slowly. Gas prices are higher. Oil prices are higher. Higher gas and oil prices will harm your pocketbook at at the family level immediately. It's going to also hurt how much it costs to buy stuff because the stuff that we buy at the stores all brought in by big trucks that run on diesel fuel that is a fossil fuel. When he said no to the Keystone XL pipeline, which would have been finished 10 months ago, when he said no to that, when he stopped that that construction that was already underway, he fired 11,000 people. They all lost their jobs. And the 800,000 barrels a day that would have come in from Canada is not coming in, which would have been flowing in. That means you don't have to ask OPEC to, to produce more. Or you don't have to, you have to ask them to wait to cut production until after the midterms. You don't have to ask Venezuela. You don't have to ask Iran. Nobody would have to rely on Russia's oil. We would have our own energy independence again. He also on the campaign trail said, and, and he's done this since he's been in office, no more federal drilling. No more federal land used for fossil fuels. We're going to get rid of fossil fuels. No more fracking. He said all these things. Everything in our economy is tied to fossil fuels. Everything. There isn't anything. All of you protesters out there with your fancy sunglasses protesting, your sunglasses were made with fossil fuels. So get get a clue. The idea that the economy somehow was ruined before Biden ruined it is just dumb. But her job is to say so and then fill some time with some garbage. Just let me throw some words at it and see if this guy leaves me alone. The economy is in the shape it's in because we are so reliant on foreign entities to bring us our goods, so reliant on foreign entities for our fuel and the price of the fuel. Now you've got Biden, who I believe today just came out and said, either the oil companies will do what's right by the American people and lower the prices or we're going to tax your profits even more than we already do. Now, keep in mind, the oil industry, the fossil fuels industry already pays through the nose in taxes. That, that's not enough. He's going to tax them more. Now, if he taxes, let me just ask you something economically, very just very simple. We're paying what we're paying at the pump now, which is way higher than it was when he came, came into office. If he were to tax the oil companies more, taking more of their profits, do you think the cost to us would go up or go down? Carrie, any idea? I'm going to say up. Yeah. Yeah, they go up because the oil companies are still going to make their profit. Are you going to tax my profits? I'll raise the price. Lower taxes? I'll lower the price. Why did everybody, including Biden, want this holiday from the federal excise tax gone for the summer? (laughs) Because they knew the prices would go down. Wait a second. 
So he knows if you get rid of a tax, price goes down. And if you add a tax, price goes up. Yet he's still threatening to add a tax. I'm not sure I understand. And this is one week and one day before the midterms. And now he's threatening the oil companies yet again. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Here's the thing. Do you think Trump ruined the economy? Be ready to tell me how he did it. Or do you think Biden came in office and his policies and his moves and his executive orders are the ones that, that did it? 888-941-7247 or JoePags.com. When you go to JoePags.com, do me a favor. Let's build that Twitter page back to where it should be. I mean, we should be at 150, 200,000 by now, but they've been holding us back for many, many years. Go there, click on Twitter. If you're on Twitter and give us a follow, I'd appreciate it. Back after this. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on on your Monday. We've got Kay Smythe at the bottom of the hour, so in about 10, 11 minutes from now. Phone calls coming in. Definitely want your thoughts about how the Biden administration wants us to believe that somehow Trump ruined the economy. Somehow Trump ruined the economy. Listen, maybe I missed something. And, and now you've got Democrats that are literally trying to blame crime on Republicans. I'm not even kidding you. They're pretending like Republican states somehow are lying about them, about defunding, and about crime. I find it to be a little bit nutty, but we'll have some some audio and video for you coming up. Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, just lying. Stacey Abrams wants to be governor of, uh, of Georgia, lying. So get that for you. Make sure you stick around for it. Because, again, it doesn't make sense. And then you've got, of course, Biden just saying dumb He's asked about Fetterman. He goes on and on and on about how great Fetterman is. I'll have that for you, too. Let me tell you in the meantime about um, GoldCo. Incredible company. I want you to look into these tangible assets because paper money is is not holding its value. The Fed has printed nearly $9 trillion in just the last year. It's a fact the dollar is losing value. That's why I recommend you diversify your portfolio with physical gold and silver. The only company I trust is GoldCo. They earn a gold star in my book and thousands of Americans agree with that statement. GoldCo has placed over a billion dollars in precious metals I've got to ask you, can you continue to afford the rising prices and the decline of the dollar? It's a scary time. I urge you not to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation. It's why I want you to visit goldco.com slash PAGS, goldco.com slash P-A-G-S. When you do that, you're not only going to get a chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, because you listen to my program or watch, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. Do not miss out. Get to that website they made just for my people just for you, goldco.com slash PAGS, goldco.com slash P-A-G-S. Make that happen and make it happen right now. All right, so Stacey Abrams was on the stage in a debate with uh, the current governor, Brian Kemp, who we've had on this program. I know a lot of you aren't, aren't big uh, fans of, of, of Kemp, but uh, he's certainly a whole lot better than Stacey Abrams. And she's asked about defunding the police and the fact that she said it over and over. So here's her answer in the debate, and then the Republican Party put on right after that, which he said not very long ago. I did not say, and nor do I believe in defunding the police. He is lying again, and I've never said that I believe in defunding the police. So yes to some defunding. 
we have to reallocate resources. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, listen, Carrie, maybe, uh, again, my ears a little bit older than yours. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not hearing as well. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. appeared to, it appeared to be Stacey Abrams saying, Brian Kemp is lying about her saying that she would defund the police. In fact, she said, I've never said yes. I would defund the police. And then there was this Allison Camerata question on TV. Would you defund uh, she says, yes, I'd be for reallocating. So, yes. Yeah, Wait, did I, I miss that. it? Uh, no, and I've got younger ears than you, and I heard that. Much, quite much. Clear. Yeah. They're annoying ears, but mm-hmm. they're younger. Um, so you're saying she does, in fact, say, because I, listen, I'll play it again, because maybe I missed it. Because okay. Stacey Abrams, look, she, she said, put your foot down. He is lying. You lie. He's lying about me. I haven't said I want to defund the police. I did not say, and nor do I believe in defunding the police. He is lying again, and I've never said that I believe in defunding the police. So yes to some defunding. We have to reallocate resources, so yes. (laughs) Okay. I mean, again, now, when she says resources, I take it to mean money. Do you take it to mean the same thing? I would say that, yes. Could money also be called funds? It could, yes. So if I said I want to defund something, I would like to take the money away. Correct. So if I use that money in defunding and use it elsewhere, could that be called reallocation? <laughs> it could, yes. Carrie, I'm just trying to listen. I know. I'm new to the English language. I'm just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I gotcha. So if I were listening to her and believing her, she's literally saying she does believe in reallocating money funds so yes she would defund did you get the same thing from her i did yes i don't want to misrepresent i understand i think i think i think we got it okay clear we we go from that to it turns out all the crime increases in republican states governor these are master manipulators they have this conspiracy going all across America to try and convince people that in democratic states they're not as safe. Well, guess what? They're also not only election deniers, they're data deniers. The data shows that shootings and murders are down in our state by 15%, even in New York City, down 20% on Long Island, where Lee Zeldin comes from. Okay, that's Kathy Hochul, the governor of the great state of New York, who's also lying. Now, she's not lying about the, the stats being down a little bit, but murders are up 30 or 40% in New York City. If they're down 15%, I'm not that thrilled. Yeah, didn't we just have a story about that like a couple of yes. weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're manipulating. Okay. Uh, she calls Republicans master manipulators, and they always keep saying things like, you know, Republican states where all the crime's happening. Well, no, the crime is happening in very, very blue cities in Republican states. So don't, don't even start. Because if you want to break it down city by city and Democrat-run city by Democrat-run city compared to Republican-run city, it's not even close. But to increase the crime by 40 or 50%, then decrease it by a little bit, that's not doing much for me. I'm not impressed. But they're lying. So Republicans hurt the the economy. Republicans somehow make crime go up. Are you buying that? I am not. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Case Smythe when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.